it's time to expand online. Hi, I'm Jamie Slutsky, and this is the podcast where we break down the tech and strategies that successful hands-on entrepreneurs just like you use to translate their services into online products. There is no fluff. There is no overwhelm. There is no shame. Let's get to it. It's time for you to expand online. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast. I'm your host, Jamie Slutsky, and this is episode number 209. I am over the moon excited for this episode. I have been working on it um, and strategizing about it for weeks, probably months at this point. And I am delighted to introduce you to Eric Branner from Fonz. Not only is Eric running a software company that is going to help your business do business better, but he is also a guitar teacher and an uber connector. He knows so many people in the music education space. It is always so fun having conversations with him. We get into his business, we get into Fawns, and we get into the online education space in um, some really cool ways. Take a notepad out if you can. Otherwise, check out the show notes for sure because there are some nuggets here that I know you're going to want to implement in your business. After you finish listening, hit the share button and share this with a friend or colleague that you know is looking to do better business in their music education space. Now, go ahead, listen to the episode and let me know over on Instagram. I'm at Jamie Slutsky what you think of this episode and if you have any suggestions for guests for future episodes. Okay, let's do it. Welcome to the Expand Online Podcast, Eric. I know this is a long time coming. You and I have had plenty of conversations about the trends in online music education and in just everything related to online and music and education, like all of those things combined. So um, before we get into my long list of questions and prompts and stuff like that, let's share a little bit about you and about your company. Uh, hello. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, it's great to be here and to be chatting with you. And I so appreciated getting to know you. Uh, yeah, my name's Eric. I am a I'm the CEO and the founder of a technology company called Fonz.com. Uh, Fonz means fountain in Latin or kind of fountain of education is where we kind of came um, that came up from. Uh, and it's a, a business software for anybody that does appointments types business and or client type business and it was born out of the fact that I'm a music teacher. I'm a classical guitar player. I've been teaching forever. I ran a school here in Seattle. My grandfather was a concert classical musician and was a music teacher as well. So I kind of fell into this through about a 15 or 20 year uh, career of running a music program here in Seattle and really loving it and then needing a solution to automate the business side of it because that's what was really bogging us down. And that's how Fonz came to be and how we're here right now. I love it. I love it. I love it when software is a solution to a real world problem rather than when software is created because of an idealistic problem or something that you think is out there in the marketplace. And that's a lot of what I talk about, about creating a course that is in demand, creating a product that is in demand. And you were your own case study, which is perfect because you already knew that there was an application and you were able to do it for 
support your own studio. Uh, that's that's fabulous. I, I love that. And I know that you've got a thriving community. You've got lots of people who are using the software and uh, love to connect with one another. Um, so let's talk a little bit more about who Fonz is for, who it's not for, and why someone might want to be bringing Fonz into automating their music studio. Sure. Yeah. You know, well, well Fonz really existed. You know, my, my wife, who's an actor, she ran my music school and she did it with, with just great skill and created an awesome community. Uh, but it took her, you know, 10 or 12 hours a week and it was her job. And when we built Fonz and we were you know, trying to automate these processes, we really were looking for something to automate our school. Right. Mm-hmm. And we quickly learned that our solutions, although they were working well, a lot of them were kind of old school ideas, like invoicing, waiting for payments. And a lot of our pain, pain points that we experienced, uh, they preempted us to build the software to run the school in a different way than we had run it before. So, I, and what I mean by that is we eliminated invoicing. Like that was a really big piece of it. And, uh, and my wife though, the, I was our very first customer of Fonz. And the great thing is a few months after we launched, my wife went off and got another job, right? So we basically got 10 or 12 extra hours in our life. Uh, and I was running my own business for the first time in a decade uh, in 10 or 20 minutes a week, which was a real great testament to that platform. But so we have you, you asked what Fonz is for and who it's for. And at the real core of it, Fonz is really set up to run the business piece of any kind of client or appointment based business, especially it was built for music teachers and music schools like myself. But we really tried to take uh, the business piece out of it. Because if you once you're in the studio and anybody that's listened to this that teaches, you know that the least awesome part of a music lesson is talking about money. Mm-hmm, you, know, you, mm-hmm. you just had a fabulous session with a child and the parent comes in. You're like, uh, did you remember to pay me? And it, it's a buzz killer. Right. And these are the things that we've been really proactive about trying to iron out. Like so the people that use Fonz, we don't like talking about money in front of our families or in our students. We want that out of the, the practice room. And. They're little things that really add up to making us enjoy our work more and be more impactful. And I think that's something that like, you know, I know that you know really well is that's where the niche of Fonz comes in is that, you know, we don't have a learning library. We don't have practice, you know, tools and tips because it's much more about, we know that the providers are really good at their craft, which is sharing art or mm-hmm. or encouraging people to learn. And we want to take all the stuff that involves that they're not traditionally full of acumen with about asking for money, automating their payments, automating their cancellation policies, understanding that their customers, they're all professionals. They appreciate a professional relationship. So we try to just put that and make it as simple as possible uh, and as powerful as possible. And that was so to really let the providers have do more impactful work. Oh, I love that. And the key thing that I think that you said, and you said it right earlier on, was that you're eliminating invoicing. You're doing billing instead of invoicing, which basically means that when the teacher gets into a relationship with a family or with a parent or with a student of some kind, that the billing is set up in such a way that it just happens. And you don't have to say, okay, well, you did three sessions this month, so I'm billing you this in arrears. You bill 
you know, you know, and you have the invoice and, you know, and then people forget to pay or they forget their checkbook or they want to pay with their credit card and you aren't set up for it. You just eliminate all of that. You say, okay, this is the terms of service. This is what we're doing. This is how it works, period. And so it puts the music teacher in an empowering position instead of a needy position. And I think that that elevates the industry in such a fabulous way. Yeah, you know, that, that, that was the initial goal is giving them the tools because I was never comfortable asking for money. I had my wife did it. You know, and that was part of our deal is I wasn't the money person. Um, and I was like, oh, talk to Allison. And that was, that's prevalent. And it's also understandable in a, in a creative provider. It, it would make sense. But the big piece that I really, now that I'm a parent of two kids, and of course, both my children are athletes, right? So they're in tons of sports. <laughs> and and uh, that's the way the world works of the kids of two artists. But I am so grateful for any of the providers that I don't, I don't want to open their invoices. Yeah. I just want to pay them for their great work and show up. So the flip side of this, and the other thing we really focus on is creating a professional relationship that makes it simpler for the, it's often parents that are paying for this, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Understanding how busy they are and understanding that this way of saying, Hey, here's a professional agreement. We sync up of what, when I provide you this service and there's, you know, multiple ways that we do this billing instead of invoicing they just basically are like okay great like that's usually what the parent response is they don't really care they just mm -hmm, want to mm -hmm. get the service pay for it and see their kids thriving and and i think that's something we're really proud of and that's an area we really focus on too is trying to make that as simple as possible for the client experience and for the provider yeah. And I love this in the context with lessons. And I think that it's fabulous and it's really obvious the benefits that it is to that relationship between the parent, the student, and the provider, because we don't want to create these crazy dynamics. I know that there are some teaching methods that have like these dynamics and stuff, but it doesn't have to get into the financial side of it. So, you know, I think that that is great. And I also know that when you layer in software that does exactly the right thing at the right time, it makes everybody's lives easier. Um, you know, I know because I've been in the back end of Fonz a little bit that you can easily put a link for online lessons or you can put an, you can put additional information in. So there's a little bit of connection between the billing and scheduling side with the actual providing of the lesson. Can you talk a little bit about what that looks like? The you're talking about how the user the the user interface would be used by the provider. Yeah, it, 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 I I think I get you. <laughs> um, so the the app itself and the way it works, it allows me to manage my calendar, right? And this works on both sides. It works for me and for my clients. So there's a you know there's a public booking feature where I can put anywhere where people can go in and book appointments for me. I use that for a lot for discovery, for meet and mm -hmm, greets. Mm -hmm. And there's kind of I guess there's really four main areas that are really useful. The most is my is your agenda, and so as a teacher, whether you're at a school or by yourself, um, you know when it's time for me to teach, that that client is right there. There's a link that I can click on because I'm teaching all online right now. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, that, that that opens up the video chat, uh, so I know it's right there. And then within that, I can add notes into the lesson. I can message the parents, uh, which is which is a helpful a really helpful tool. 
but then, and then it's got the billing information, right? So then it's just going to auto. And what I do is I use a system. It was the first one we did, which you can kind of think of as like an Uber model where the system will automatically bill after each appointment. Cause you know, I'm mm-hmm. also running bonds. I need a very flexible schedule. And this is great for people that are performing artists or touring artists, <clears throat> excuse me, when that comes up. So all that's managed in one spot. And then the second piece is that public booking where people can come in and discover and book their own sessions with me uh, and, and find that. And the third piece that's actually really awesome is our marketplace, which I'm sure we'll probably talk more about later, but it's a, the marketplace is a way that people can look up my service, you know, guitar lessons in Seattle and find through really powerful SEO, a service provider like myself. So, Pete, mm-hmm. and it's all wired together where someone can find my listing. They can contact me. And you can think maybe like Thumbtack or Take Lessons, mm-hmm, except mm-hmm. it's just a, it's it's all rolled into the platform uh, where people can discover me. And, you know, I think I've had three people reach out this week. Right. And it's, it's, it's a really powerful tool. So, you know, the, the app is, you know, in the user interface allows us to be discovered by new people. It allows us to bring them in in a really smooth way and then manage that day to day managing my calendar. Uh, it's always open while I'm teaching uh, that allow, and it's like next student, I push the next button and, and there they are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I know that last month or, you know, two months ago, whenever this happens to get released, I know that Sam um, from Musi had mentioned that, you know, it was really nice that he had, that people use mm-hmm. the Musi link in their, in the link, or, you know, you can use your Zoom link or you can use whatever link you want for wherever that lesson is taking place. And I think that that is such a valuable thing is that we are not forcing someone to do anything outside of what your software does. And so often you're going to find that software that is designed for the masses wants you to go in a very specific direction. And if you don't go in that direction, you have to do a manual process to, you know, to, to, to work outside of that. Whereas what you've done is you've said, this is what our software is for. This is it. And we know that the most common thing that you need to provide to your families is the link that they are going to need to click. And so we're going to give you that space. And that's about it. <laughs> yeah. And in and, and the cool and on the client side, and I love that you mentioned music because I'm really loving that platform too. And Sam is awesome. And we wanted to make sure that it would provide a smooth experience. Uh, you know, so the, the when you're sending out the notifications that go out via text and go out via um, emails. Because one of the big things that we want bonds to do is, is we want to decrease people missing their appointments and mm-hmm. respecting our cancellation policies. So, you know, whatever your cancellation policy may be, you know, the, the system will send out that notification that has the link to Musi or has the link to Zoom. So the parent just gets the email and can, or the kid and forwards it to the kid or the kid gets it, they click on it or the text and it's right, right there and that opens it up. So again, it's not, it's, it makes it a real smooth and kind of friction-free experience for them to get in. And we definitely wanted to make sure that Musi worked well in there. I, yeah. Cool dude. 
<laughs> it's fun. It has been so fun getting to know these niche software for the music industry. I mean, I know that you work in other verticals, but you started in the music industry. And I would say, based on the people who are in the your community on Facebook, most of your, your audience right now, most of the people who are using the platform are also in the music space. Can you talk a little bit about your community, about the, the Fonz community and Fonz family, really, that uh, you've that's grown organically. Yeah, you know, I'm really, you know, I am a chatter. I am a phone chatter. I'm a, you know, I am a people person. And when we started Fonz, you know, our first thing we did is we learned very quickly that although I thought I knew everything about running a music school because I was making a great living doing it, I realized how many of my ideas were things that I learned that were not awesome for real business, like, you know, and they were not efficient. And it was a real moment that I got kind of set back. And there was a lot of arguing at first where my vision for what I wanted Fonz to be, it was made very clear that this wasn't a great model, you know, as such as I, I originally thought, let's just automate invoicing, you know, and people are like, this is the designers and engineers like, this is terrible. Let's try this instead. So I set off at that point and I probably interviewed over 500 people. I spent six months talking to not just musicians, but personal trainers, academic tutors, life coaches, and just really from that started adding people into, we started this group called Fonz Family and it was a Facebook group and it became a non-vertical specific kind of just uh, community of people that, that the rules were that, you know, be kind and be encouraging uh, and understand that none of us are competing with each other, right? Mm -hmm. Like I, I know all the guitar teachers in Seattle. I'm like the former president of the Seattle Music Teacher Association. We're all busy. There's not enough music teachers. We all hand each other students all the time. And that's just in this town. So me being really great friends with Tony Parla Piano, who's teaching piano in, you know, in Massachusetts, right? There's no competition there. So we None. are all just kind of, and I think that is the magic of what's made this community really grow as a place where people can really help each other and they can test ideas and they can share ideas and not be afraid that someone's going to steal their idea or, um, you know, compete with them. And that's been, I feel like the real driving force of what's made it just, it's a very special place and the community is so supportive, so encouraging. I just, I love it. I think that you have touched on a few really important pieces that I hope everybody who's listening to the Expand Online podcast right now takes really good note of. There are not enough music teachers in this country, in whatever country you're in or anywhere around the world to fulfill the demand. And you can carve your own space and do things in your own way, learn from others in the industry, get inspired, do things on your own, bounce things off of other people who are in a very similar vertical, but not necessarily doing exactly what you do. Maybe you're a teacher, I mean, like, like Eric, you teach guitar in Seattle. Well, guess what? Somebody may want a female teacher rather than a male teacher. You and Eric aren't going to be competitors if you're female and he's male. Uh, or, you know, or you may be working with the ukulele and collaboration with Eric and learning from him. That's a no-brainer because you're not in competition with each other. And the more you build these networks with other music teachers, the more referrals that you have potential for because nobody um, is asking, okay, well, 
now that you're such a great guitar teacher and you're teaching me all the time, can you start teaching me the ukulele? You know, <laughs> right? No, it doesn't happen. You know, and, and, you know, I think that you said something that was so cool earlier about the idea of niches is that now we can be, if you have a community, you can focus on the things you really like and mm-hmm. be specific and you can reach people. If it's a very, very specific niche, you can find people all over the country that would love to study with you, right? Yep. It does expand your geographic reach. And so, you know, it's just like in software, you know, be, this this really frees people up. And I want to reiterate what you said. Yeah, there's not enough music teachers that are taking it seriously. They're being professional. There, there, there won't be. We're looking at really good data that says the next 10 years to be like a music teacher or an academic tutor. It's just going to keep, you know, really expanding and really growing. Uh, as as people are seeking out culture and seeking out self improvement, and you know, it's just it's 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 a great time to be doing it. It really is. It really truly is. I think that there is so much that we can offer in the online space and in the real world space. And crossing between the online and offline space is something that when we finally get out of this pandemic, we're going to be able to do a whole lot more of. But Right now, we have so many opportunities at our fingertips in the online space. You can do all of your your billing. You can do all of your lessons. You can do all of your recruiting, all of your collaborations, everything you can do online. And we're just talking about the one-to-one. And then you can add in, of course, my favorite topics, which are the one-to-many, the group programs, the workshops, the, you know, the, the live sessions, the, you know, all of that stuff that just expands things even further that at some point in time, you're going to be in your sweet spot. You're, I think you're so right. You know, and just look what you just, what you just said, you know, I first thought, you know, I used to manage two studios here in Seattle, one in Capitol Hill, one in West Seattle. Oh and, God. And you know, <laughs> that commute. <laughs> yeah. And then just like that. And well, and then for my parents, uh, you know, the, the, we didn't know that online was going to be so effective. No one knew that it was going to work. We went into it last year and we had to because the, because of the pandemic. And then what I found is my teaching, I can still really connect. I mean, I can spiritually get to know you and connect with you in this environment as a one-on-one teacher. My students are doing great. Sure, I'm, I'm going to look forward to seeing them in real life, but this format works. And then you've got what you're saying. You can start doing courses that you can start doing group classes. You can do live events, which people are now comfortable with the medium, mm-hmm. right? And then people like you are showing people how to do it. And then you've just got yourself, you're still focused, right? And so this is, this is like maybe the most, the biggest topic that's always in my heart is focus, Right. And I see a lot of musicians with very sporadic and very unclear focus. Right. And this is something mm-hmm. that we work with a lot. It's why we try to make the app so simple. But what you're saying is all these things, they can all be under one focus. Right. I can take my teaching technique and create an online course that's just reiterating what I'm doing in one on one. I can bring that in and offer it to five people at once online. So it's a it's a cool time. It really is. And I want to circle back to Fawns and how that kind of wraps in to all of these different spaces that you can be in. Anytime, and this is my understanding, so correct me if I'm wrong, but anytime that someone is offering a service in real time, 
whether it's one-on-one or it's group or it's, um, or, and it's on a recurring basis or it's a one-time thing, you can build that, that billing process and that reminder process and that scheduling process within Fonz. And that is ultimately what Fonz is designed to do. Uh, yes. And, that, and that's kind of our myopic focus, right? Whether it's, we, you know, the, that's a great question, which is that if I, starting with the one-on-one, right? Making that appointment really clear, making the agreement clear and billing appropriately for it. Because the recurring, the recurrent client is always our biggest source of long-term revenue, right? right. And I know you, you know this term, maybe your listeners don't all, the, the, the idea of the LTV, the lifetime value. Mm-hmm. If I have a student show up every week and pay me for three years, that student's worth over $10,000, right? Mm-hmm. And it's also that one window of 45 minute times that I give a lot of value to them and they learn a lot and I make a lot of money over time to support my family. That's awesome. But we use the exact same UI to build in group classes, right? So mm-hmm. you can take that and UI meaning user interface. Sorry, listeners, if I'm just talking tech, cause I know it's Jamie and she's <laughs> into it. Uh, I'll try not to do that again. Is that the same format for building a single appointment, you can add multiple people into it, right? I can take that same format and put a, and then add a link to it to where I can share it and say, sign up for this class click here to sign up for this class. It has a max of 10 people in it. And mm-hmm. so we've really tried to be mindful and we're still working on it. It is so hard to build simple software. Like we came onto this site today and it was simple for me to get on to do this podcast. Mm-hmm. I instantly, I'm like, wow, it is so hard to do whatever they're doing. Simple's always difficult. And it mm-hmm. takes so much time to try to understand the user and the mindset and create something very simple and elegant and beautiful. And so we're trying to do that all the way through groups, workshops, and that's enough for us. Like we're not going to do how to build an online course, right? Because there's other platforms that do it well. And it's a real danger in anything we do to spread ourselves too thin and to know Mm -hmm. when to say no. So that's kind of, that, that's kind of where we, where we focus and where we continue. We'll only probably get more myopic, Mm -hmm. right? And say, if I can be, 80% 80% of someone's, uh, uh, you know, their income and give them that reliably and do a great job with it. Great. If it over time, it becomes 50% because, and we see this a lot where you'll have a great provider and they build their course and they start marketing it. And then suddenly their in-person teaching is 50%. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Both are better. They have more time to be a better teacher. They're doing it in less time. They're making more money. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we encourage them to use another platform to do that course. Yes. Right? We'll, we'll sync them together when when necessary, but use the right tool for the job. Oh, you're speaking my language, Eric. You know that. And that is my big thing is that we are need to use the right tools for the task at hand, which brings me back to the whole entire reason why I wanted to make sure that I brought you onto the podcast right now, which is because this is a solution for something that I know so many people are struggling with. And there are a lot of pieces of software, and we're not going to go ahead and name them, that people are switching from and moving to fonts because of of your focus and because you're not trying to do everything. And I think that that is a really important thing for us to remember when we are figuring out what software to use next is what is this software you going to 
help me with and what other software can I eliminate in the process? Because whenever you're adding a new piece of software, you always want to look back at the inventory on your tech stack and make sure that you are not paying for things you don't have to pay for. (laughs) Sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I want to go ahead and wrap this uh, this up because I think that you've provided so much value. You've shared all the reasons why Fonz is created for this industry as well as others. So if you are listening right now and you know somebody who is a personal trainer or a coach or things like that, and they're looking for something, Fonz is not just for music teachers, but it was predominantly and started for the music industry. So if you have any final words that you'd like to share with the Expand Online community, I'd love for you to share those now. Oh, well, I just, I appreciate you having me here. Uh, I'm always, as, as you know, Jamie, I love to chat about this stuff. I love hearing about new ideas. Uh, and I, I appreciate the questions you asked because it's, you get it. And, you know, over time, this is where our focus is going to be is we are just, we're hell bent on increasing the, the confidence and the value that providers, in this case, being music teachers, feel in their hearts, right? Mm-hmm. And and what I mean by that is, yes, um, the biggest moment and for all of us is to realize, hey, we're professionals. We deserve to make a great living. Mm-hmm. And so many of our teachers that we grew up training with did not get that, whether it's because they came from the mentality of coming from a trust fund or they were professorial, mm-hmm. for whatever reason. And the best thing we can do is value ourselves. And if we can learn that skill and take away all this lame stuff, right? And we can get our business stuff together and really put out great work. Not only are we living a life that has enough, right? Of, and, and I like, for me, success is enough, right? I don't, mm-hmm. don't want to go into the whole thing and be like, let's be a billionaire together. No, it's like, what's enough to ha- live a really happy life and have a great career? And that's different for everybody. But this idea that uh, you're building a community and really fostering that idea that we deserve to be paid well, Right. Our work, and I know you're working with people like that too, is, is encouraging them because our community see us that way already. They mm-hmm. want us to thrive. They want to think of us like lawyers or doctors or like, you know, I'm, I'm really into studying Roman philosophy. Right. And that, and that time in Roman philosophy of like Marcus Aurelius and Seneca and all those great thinkers, those, t- those were teachers. Those were teachers who were the most powerful people in the world. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was their letters to their students that became what is now like a basis for modern thought. So I just, you know, this this whole idea of elevating the scene that I know you're doing, too, uh, is what I'm so passionate about. And I love to talk about. So I do appreciate you. You having me here, Jamie. It's been oh, really fun. This has been such a fun conversation. I will definitely have Fawns linked up in the show notes. I will make sure that everybody knows where they can find the Fawns family Facebook group and all of that stuff. It'll all be in the show notes. And Eric, I want to thank you so, so much for coming and sharing all this wisdom here on the Expand Online podcast today. Oh my gosh. It's my pleasure. Thanks again. It's been great to be here. <laughs>